Hello, Kate here with a bit of a cold and welcome back to Smarter ED for the first podcast of 2023. I hope you all had a wonderful break and a good start to the new year. World news now and former Pope Benedict XVI passed away on New Year's Eve at the age of 95. Born in Germany, he was 78 when he became one of the oldest popes ever elected. He stood down almost a decade ago due to ill health and was the first to do so in six centuries, meaning this is the first time a pope will be buried by his successor. Thousands of people paid their respects at his lying in state in the Vatican and the current pope, Francis, led the funeral on Thursday in front of 50,000 mourners. Benedict has been described as a very gentle and humble man, open and welcoming to everyone he met, an intellectual renowned for his theological knowledge. However, he was also a controversial figure, criticised for his handling of sexual abuse by priests and claiming the Catholic Church was the only true Christian faith and that all others were deficient. He was an accomplished pianist and spoke eight languages, including German, English, French and Italian. Business news now, and yet more bad news for Elon Musk, as electronic car manufacturer Tesla's market value dropped by more than $50 billion. This was mainly due to the company falling short of the annual sales forecast, even though it delivered a record 1.3 million vehicles in 2022, up 40% versus 2021. In a statement to investors, Tesla blamed COVID and supply chain challenges for the shortfall and shares sank by more than 12% after the update. South Korean authorities are fining Tesla over $2 million for exaggerating the driving range of its cars on a single charge in low temperatures. The entire automotive industry is dealing with slowing demand due to the economic downturn and Tesla is also facing growing competition from traditional car manufacturers and new entrants. Investors have been worried about Musk's focus on Twitter, but after a recent Twitter poll where users voted for him to step down, he confirmed he would resign as CEO as soon as he found someone foolish enough to take the job. Entertainment now, and how did you decide to ring in the new year? New Year's Eve was a way of saying goodbye, or maybe good riddance, to another turbulent year. Let's have a look at how people welcomed 2023 around the world. Now, Sydney, of course, is one of the first capital cities to welcome 2023, with fireworks over the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Around a million Parisians and tourists crowded together along the Champs-Élysées for a huge firework display, many of course with champagne, and there was a sound and light show projected onto the Arc de Triomphe. Fireworks lit up the London skyline over Big Ben and the London Eye, and drones formed the profile of Queen Elizabeth. In Times Square in New York, confetti rained down on crowds after the traditional ball drop, which is when the huge illuminated ball descends the flagpole. Around 2 million people packed onto Copacabana Beach in Rio de Janeiro for music and fireworks. Although COVID isn't completely over, we are fortunately seeing the world return to something closer to normal. Sport now. After the World Cup, it would be nice to talk about something other than football, but we really can't let Pele's death pass without a mention. Regarded as the world's best footballer ever, a three-time World Cup winner, he died on the 29th of December, aged 82, from multiple organ failure connected to cancer. 
Brazil's government declared three days of national mourning and people from Brazil and all over the world paid their final respects as he lay in state in the stadium of his former club. His body was then driven for seven kilometres through the streets of Santos, along the seafront and past his mother's house. In a country deeply divided by class, race and politics, he united Brazilians by being their ambassador. He kept his head down when it came to politics, rather than using his position as influence, but this allowed him to be respected universally as a human being. Off the field, he campaigned tirelessly to improve conditions for the poorest in society. Self-development, and at the beginning of the new year, many people make New Year's resolutions, but some find them demotivating if they fail to achieve them. They might include finding a new job or improving relationships, but the majority are about self-improvement, living healthier, being happier, losing weight, doing more exercise, cutting down on smoking or drinking or cutting them out completely, etc, etc. Even if you don't achieve all of them, there are benefits to being positive and hopeful about the new year. Here are some questions you might like to mull over to help you get 2023 off on the right foot. What was the most important lesson you learned last year? What would you have done differently with hindsight? How do you intend to be different at the end of this year? What will you do to step out of your comfort zone? Despite being uncomfortable, we know this is where growth comes from. What personal qualities do you want to work on? What skills do you want to develop or learn? What will you say no to? This is important because it relates to our values. Whether you decide to set resolutions or objectives or not, hopefully these questions will help you to reflect on how you want this year to be so you can take control. So that's all from Smart Eridi for now. Remember to check out the vocabulary on the Super Brian app and I will talk to you soon. Take care now.